is Weekly Dose of Wellness, brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. Here's Deborah Howell. Hello and welcome to the show. You are listening to Weekly Dose of Wellness brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. I am Deborah Howell. Today our guest is Dr. Penny Jacinto, Medical Director of the NICU and Chief of Pediatrics at Orange Coast Memorial Medical Center. She's with us today to discuss the reasons why your baby may need NICU care and what to know and expect if they do. Welcome, Dr. Jacinto. Good morning, Deborah. What is a NICU, please? Uh, the NICU, it's short for a neonatal intensive care unit, so the, all the four letters are there. It's a hospital department specializing in the care of ill newborns or premature infants. Mm-hmm. In the NICU, it's a combination of advanced technology. You have well-trained healthcare personnel to provide the care for the tiniest and the sickest babies. Okay. So that kind of mm-hmm. answers a question I had in the back of my mind. What are some of the reasons a baby would need specific NICU care? Most of the infants admitted to the NICU are born prematurely. Um, here at Orange Coast, if they're less than 2,000 grams or they're less than um, 35 weeks, they automatically get admitted to the NICU. So uh, twins, triplets, and other multiples are admitted to the NICU as they tend to be smaller and they're born earlier than the single Almost like half a million babies are born prematurely, and many of them have low birth weight. So mm-hmm. just to make it clear, not all NICU babies are preterm. Some are full-term babies, but they may have like a medical condition that requires special care. Those are, who are born with congenital heart problems, birth anomalies, or babies uh, that have to be treated for infections can also be admitted to the NICU. So, Doctor, what are some of the risk factors that can contribute to a premature birth? Um, once you have a premature delivery, um, you're for certain that there's a higher chance of having another baby. Multiples, like uh, twins, triplets, they tend to deliver earlier because like the placenta is made only for a room for one. So a room for two, you need to push one baby out sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, like pregnancies that occur with an interval of like less than six months in between um, Mother's problems, like if there are anatomical problems with the uterus, her cervix, or her placenta. And maternal problems like uh, poor maternal nutrition, uh, if she does uh, illicit drugs or she smokes cigarettes. Right. Or chronic conditions like uh, if the mother's obese or has high blood pressure or is diabetic. Those are the ones that are prone to deliver earlier. I see. And it's been shown also, Deborah, I think that uh, if your mother is less than 16 years old or above 35, there would be a higher risk for preterm deliveries. Wow, above 35. Mm-hmm. It seems like that age gets lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> what are the survival rates of babies who are born preterm, and how does having immediate NICU care for preterm babies really help with their survival rate? Mm-hmm. The infants born with the lowest gestational age, meaning like um, if you're 25 weeks or less, And their birth weights um, and low birth weights have the largest impact on infant mortality. Let's say they're less than 1,000 grams or less than 2 pounds. Mm -hmm. They account for only less than 1% of the births in the United States, but they comprise like 50% of their deaths of the death rate in the United States. That like the survival rates of the preterm vary depending on both their gestational age and their birth weight. So like let's say you're born at 
greater than 32 weeks, uh, your survival rate is higher. It's like 98% versus if you're born less than 25 weeks, your survival rate is down to 50 to 80%. So having an immediate NICU care allows for like life-saving and critical service made readily available for the infants who are born uh, ahead of time. So if you're pregnant, know where your NICU units are nearby. Right. It has to be a joint decision uh, between the parents and the obstetrician because they know what's best for their babies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can explain the different levels of NICU care and why it's so important for you to know the level of NICU care uh, the hospital you will give birth as actually has. Okay. There are actually four levels of neonatal care, of NICU care. And in 2012, I think that's when the American Academy of Pediatrics uh, Committee on the Fetus and Newborn reviewed the data supporting the evidence of the tiered provision of neonatal care. Like, let's say, level one is a hospital nursery. They're able to perform neonatal resuscitation, postnatal care of the healthy newborns. Uh, They can provide care for babies who are born at 35 to 37 weeks who are physiologically stable. Mm-hmm. They're also able to take care of babies born less than 35 weeks in transition to another facility, which would be able to take care of these babies. And then you have a level two, which is a hospital special care nursery. Mm-hmm. You, they're able to take care of babies uh, greater than 32 weeks or greater than 1,500 grams or more than three pounds. Um, they can have problems like apnea of prematurity. There could be like, problems like inability to maintain their temperature or not mm-hmm. able to feed by nippling. And they're able to also provide uh, mechanical ventilation babies on the respirator and continuous airway pressure for a brief period of time. And then those are the first two levels. And level three, uh, level three units have uh, personnel and equipment uh, to provide continuous life support for the extremely high-risk newborn infants. They have pediatric surgical specialists, they have uh, medical subspecialists, and advanced imaging with interpretation. And the last level, the highest level, is level four, which has a level level three facility, uh, capability, but uh, they are able to perform on-site surgical repair of serious complaints congenital or acquired malformations. Okay. And they're also able to transport babies um, facilitate transport and provide education for the community hospitals around them. So it's important for a parent to know what level of NICU the hospital she will deliver has for ones who are like diagnosed with congenital heart defects or abdominal defects, then it's best that she deliver in a hospital with a level four NICU. For sure, and it's also important for her to know that not every hospital has a NICU on site, right? Right. And then what we have, Deborah, uh, we have uh, uh, maternal maternity tours uh, every month so the parents are aware of what's available for them, the resources, and how the NICUs are run, how the newborn nursery and postpartum uh, services are run as well. Oh, that's awesome. I hope Mm -hmm. people take advantage of that. Okay. And then usually we encourage um, the neonatologist to be there. So if they have any questions, not to scare them that the babies would be admitted to the NICU, but at least they know like if something goes wrong with a term delivery, we're always there to help, though. Right, right. That's just, I can imagine the degree of security that gives a mother who's about to have, say, her first child or children, you know, just to know you're there and that that's exactly what you do on many, many levels. Mm-hmm. What's the most important thing for expectant mothers to know about NICU care? Uh, hell, what I... Um 
what I'd like to tell them is like having a baby, a normal baby is stressful, but very stressful if the baby ends up being in the natal intensive care unit in the NICU. Yes. But what is assuring to them should be uh, that the healthcare personnel treat their patients as though they were their own babies, so they're assured of the highest quality of care for their infants. And the healthcare personnel, they're composed of neonatologists who are trained doctors, um, experienced nurses, therapists, and social workers who work hand-in-hand in the planning for the most optimal outcome for their babies. And it's NICU as patient-friendly, so it has allowed maximum involvement of parents taking care of their babies. There's like in Orange Coast, there's a family-centered care system, and it's designed to ensure the privacy, the safety, and the protection of both uh, parents and their infants. Dr. Jacinto, thank you so, so much for your time today. It's been very enlightening and very comforting uh, to those to know that you're there and on many, many levels. We really got their back and you're there for the entire family, not just their baby. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Deborah. You have a good morning. You Mm -hmm. too, and we'd love to have you back. And uh, please, I know you've had a very long night. I hope you get some rest over the weekend. I know. Thank you very much. Deborah, I hope to talk to you again. To listen and find out more about these wonderful services available to you at NICU, by all means, please visit memorialcare.org. That's memorialcare.org. And join us again next time as we explore another weekly dose of wellness brought to you by Memorial Care Health System. I'm Deborah Howell. Have yourself a terrific day.